Yo, 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 it is the Good Life Podcast at Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. I go by it on all social media handles. Um, thank you. Thank you for everything y'all do, for listening, for tuning in, for subscribing, for sharing, for keeping these conversations going in your homes and your communities. Like, that's the point of this show. We're here to talk about mental health. Um, we talk about culture. We talk about life. We talk about blackness. Um... We talk about unprivilegedness. I want that to be a word. I don't think it's a word, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Webster. We're gonna get that in there. <laughs> but thank you. And we have a very, very close friend of mine, a special guest. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself because I don't like to introduce some people. <laughs> um, hello everybody. My name is Adrian Boldware. Um yeah. All y'all need to know. So, my, oh, no, you did. You did oh, say there's social more. media. There is more. Um, <laughs> my social media is um, Boldware Sews, uh, S E W S. Um, and that is on Instagram. That is my business page. Um, not many people get my private page. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't that cool. I don't know y'all. But the name suggests she sews because she sews. <laughs> That's why it's there. <laughs> but we ain't going to talk <laughs> just about sewing. We're going to talk something no. about sewing because I want to know about sewing. A little but bit. bit. We're going to talk to you. We're going to talk to life. Um, <laughs> give us some foresight, some background. Tell us what you can tell us about your life, <laughs> your childhood, <clears throat> your oh. greatest feats. You know what I mean? Your, your best friends, your best summers. Let's see. What's that? What's that like? Um... Childhood is like that 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 chapter nobody talks about. Yeah. So um, just let's. I'll put it this way. Um, it taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, lessons that I didn't really realize until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, it taught me that even those closest to you can can disappoint you the most and hurt you. Mm-hmm. Which is a very hard lesson. I mean... It is. I think it's necessary, though, because that feeds into love. You know what I mean? It helps us have a greater understanding of love. And love isn't always sunshine, rainbows, and gundrops. Oh, no. It would be fun if it was. Like, take it from me, too. But <laughs> it's not. We take We need every situation that's both done in... Mm-hmm. and outside of love to give oh, yeah. us a perspective of love so that's why i'm grateful for like my childhood you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was a rough place <laughs> right but i'm grateful i made it through it honestly first and foremost i give myself so much grace and credit because mm-hmm. i made it through that shit and there was times even i i'm like oh i might not make it do this right Many, you know many, what i mean i was already times. writing a will like well <laughs> oh, yeah, i'm gonna leave like... my four socks to my friend george <laughs> I'm 11, like, uh, I'm going to leave my toys to... <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get through this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, many, many, many days and many nights spent like that. It, Like you said, you know, it, it, it may not be the childhood we wanted. Yeah, um, that's what you got. Though. But it's what you got. And yeah. the way I like to look at it is it's what I needed. Um Absolutely. It allowed me to kind of remove the 
the rose-colored glasses mm -hmm. very, very early. Because mm -hmm. it's like... Yeah. There can be shitty people at home. <laughs> Absolutely. And that that's a hard that's a hard thing to realize. It but is. It's that touches on actually what you said about mental mental health. Mm -hmm. Um cuz that's also something very important to me. Yeah. Um as someone who who battles depression, severe depression and just terrible anxiety it's mm -hmm. like it adds like a shit ton of wrenches mm -hmm. <laughs> in your life where you just don't expect it but it's like I've I try to look at everything as a lesson now even if mm -hmm. it's a bad situation what is it teaching me how can I grow from it instead of why does this keep happening to me yeah because I did that you know for a mm -hmm. while it's why do I keep going through this? Why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep being told these certain things? And yeah. I don't know. Over time, <laughs> it was like, you know, maybe I didn't need the answer at that time. Maybe I couldn't handle the answer at that time. Yeah. And as an adult, you know, when you grow and you realize certain things, it's it has the opportunity to become a stepping stone to growth absolutely which isn't necessarily a destination it's a journey yeah which that's cliche as shit and i hate it but, <laughs> but it's them, the truth some of them are true <laughs> it's the truth though it's the truth and i agree with what you're saying and i've i've been on that journey for a while because i've come from that place you know what i mean i'm definitely like the listeners know <laughs> undiagnosed autistic and my son's autistic so like all the correlations how OCD has affected my life, how mm -hmm. um, dyslexia has affected my life. I used to stutter when I was younger. All really? things I had to overcome because I had the awareness to understand, like, these things were funny or made people uncomfortable. So I started learning how to either suppress certain things about myself mm -hmm. or overcorrect it. And then yep. it compromises you because you have no balance. You're either yep. all of this or all of that. You're but you're never, back and you're forth. exactly. And you never know which one you really are because you feel home at both, but you feel a stranger at both exactly. too. Exactly. So you both feel welcome and unwelcome in your own home, which is both of your personalities, which is all in you, happening within you in retrospect. You Absolutely. know what I mean? That's how depression was. Yeah. For me, it was like. <clears throat> I had to get to the point where I realized, like, I feel comfortable in my depression. And it's like, that's a terrible thing to think. Yeah. And it's like, it's a terrible realization because it's like, it's where I feel my absolute lowest. It's mm -hmm. where shit gets dark. Mm -hmm. But it's like, when you get to the point where it's like, that is comfortable and home for you it's like that's that's a hard hit mm -hmm. it's like well damn mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know as like you said you know you're undiagnosed i am actually diagnosed okay. um i won't go into that uh but yeah, yeah just that, add on that yeah it, i am you know i was diagnosed with major depressive disorder okay. um which over time you know my therapists have kind of molded into um, <clears throat> um a nice little cocktail of things yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like you know there's double depression depressive anxiety mm -hmm. um 
all the fancy words and all the things. Mm-hmm. And it's it's overwhelming sometimes, yeah. but it's like I overthink every single thing. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. I overthink overthinking. Yeah. And <laughs> I had to get told by some therapists, they're like, 90% is still an A, Adrian. And I'm like, yeah, but I want those extra 10% points plus the extra credit. So I hear you, and that's great for you. Do you know why you want them, or do you just want it? Um, Childhood. Um, You're an overachiever? Absolutely. My mother has called me an overachiever for decades and it was because of my childhood. It was because yeah. um, good grades weren't an accomplishment. They were an expectation. Mm. And it's like, there were consequences. You know, I'm not. Yeah, not, I understand. You know. Yeah. We, were, ch- we all got. We whipped. all had our childhoods. <laughs> our whippings. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we were all raised how we were raised. Yeah. So it <laughs> that programmed my brain to where it's like, the only grade is the good grade. Okay. It's like... So that became your standard. Until college. Which okay. <laughs> college humbles you. Everybody. I think that's the point of college is <laughs> oh, to yeah, humble yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> like, college is the great humbling. It was. Like, <laughs> oh, it humbled me, the fuck out of me. Like, I graduated <laughs> high school with like a 3738. I graduated yeah. college with a 30. Oh, I was like okay. scraping by my fingernails. Yeah. But I also, you know, had a baby. Um, yeah. When I was in college, uh, he, 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 my daughter, um, nobody, I'm not telling y'all her name. Uh, I call her Strawberry because mm. um, she was born with uh, strawberry blonde hair. Mm. And <laughs> she has been known for it since. Mm-hmm. Um, and like uh, you mentioned earlier, her, uh, my fro. Yeah. I have a very. Um, yeah. substantial uh piece of jewelry on top of my head <laughs> straight 70s i love it <laughs> um and my daughter got that but yeah. hers is a sandy red color now and that is awesome i love it yeah um but no like i was saying you know i had a baby in college so that was another wrench thrown into yeah you know everything else that was already going right on. my plans like i had before I had found I found out I was pregnant. I was actually planning on transferring to culinary school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to open Remember a bakery. Remember you had told me that. And I was like, I would have been there oh. every day. <laughs> I had, you know, fun names. I was planning on naming things like um, I would take like my friends' names in college, and I was uh, like, instead of a, you know, for a pie, instead of a slice of heaven, it would be like a slice of Kevin. That's fine. <laughs> I love that. Um, but it was going to be called, um, I mean, I still had the dream after I had my daughter, so it was yeah, going to yeah. be called Strawberries. Oh. Um, but over time, I, my dream changed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. As they do. I had been sewing uh, since high school. I learned junior year. Um, didn't really, you know, think too much of it then. Um but it was still something that I did throughout the years, even in college. And I was like, I had actually gotten my first order um, from my uncle. He um, 
had ordered something for his wife and mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I can laugh about it now. I decided to trust his measurements that he gave me <laughs> um, and any other seamstresses out there know that that is a huge no-no, <laughs> but um, it, needless to say, it did not fit her. <laughs> it ended up fitting his daughter Yo. and I learned my first lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Experience, is that you? Oh, right. Hello? Hello, is that you? <laughs> That's the best way to learn, though. That is the best way. So you told me you was, you've been going since high school. You've been sewing since high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what got you in? What was the first day you were like, I'm about to sew? I had to choose an elective class. <laughs> oh, what was the options? Do you remember? Um, actually, it was all home ec classes and by the time I graduated I had taken I was a nerd in high school guys I admit yeah. that I still am yeah I, am I played too. Dungeons and Dragons yeah we so got a nerd audience. whatever yeah they get it <laughs> I wear glasses it's expected of me <laughs> I had no I was born in this life right but um actually sidebar the night before I was supposed to take my eye exam to see if I needed glasses, I wanted them so bad. I read by my nightlight on purpose. And now I think about that night so many times and I'm yeah. like, you are an idiot because <laughs> yeah. you can't see shit now. <laughs> yeah, mine was different. I was one of the regular people loving life, living Middle school, I woke up, couldn't see. I thought the world was in. I was flying. I said, oh, my fucking God. I went to the eye doctor. He was like, yeah, you been needing glasses. I was like, oh. I couldn't believe what he was saying to me. I was like, oh, I could see just fine. He's like, no, no. I was, I was in denial. You been should have had glasses. I was in denial for my daughter because I kept getting notes from her teachers. Like, um, she's saying she's having a hard time seeing the board. And I was like. You could see it, right? She was like, kind of. I was like, all right, cool. I was in denial, and now. My see, I was thugging my it. My baby has glasses. I I was thugging it because, like, the days, I didn't want to wear them. So in middle school, that first stint, that first year, <laughs> I was breaking them, babies. And then so my mom got hip and started taping got them. Hip. She was like, I'm going to tape them. I'm like, all right, let me stop breaking <laughs> right. them, motherfuckers. So, but in class, I would, you know, wear them on the bus and not okay. wear them in class. Because I, I didn't want to wear fucking glasses. I didn't want the glasses. The glasses that chose me because I couldn't see, but I didn't want them. So now I had to they sit coolest fucking life. class. Can't see the board. Can't do work because I can't even see shit. But I'm cool. Cool as hell. Oh, <laughs> but I'm blind. I'm blind. Actually, and then when contacts came, that changed the game. I, color I, contacts took the world by storm. Oh, I ah. I hated color contacts personally, and I, I already have a nice brownish eye. Unfortunately, color contacts play a part in my life. I did not own them. Um, I fell victim to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I and I now Halloween. have my daughter. Yeah. Oh. No, that's not why I have her. No. <laughs> but no, it was it was a shock. And it was like the thing was they made me laugh. 
And that was the thing. The icebreaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can make me laugh, that's that's already like. So you don't laugh at everyone? <laughs> nope. I've never seen you make that sound. I'm assuming There's... hell no. Hell, hell. <laughs> now I want to follow wait, wait. you around and watch you around <laughs> other people. Hell no. I want to see the faces you make to other people when they tell jokes and shit. Because I know they tell jokes to you. Well, Do you chuckle? It, I mean, yeah, if it's a joke, I got, I'm a chuckle for, for your effort. I mean, if it ain't funny. Have you ever just had to stale face somebody like, come on. No, bro. I won't stale face, but I also won't laugh. I'll be like, aw. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> I feel like that's safe, though. I feel like that's safe. That's as nice as you can be about it. I try, man, because I've had jokes. People should know when they ain't funny. Don't try to be funny when you know you ain't funny. I saw a post, and there's nothing that I agree with more. And it's like, I hope my child is funny because I'm not fake laughing in my own house. Oh, yeah, no. Not, well, fortunately and unfortunately, my daughter is hilarious. Um... Sometimes it is at my expense. Yeah. A lot of times it is at my expense. Yeah. But that's fine because I'm keeping files. Yeah. And I'm saving them until they're important to her. Yeah. And then I'm going to air that shit out. <laughs> Just yeah. air that shit out. Like, oh, you remember when I was measuring you and I told you to put your arms into a T and you put them straight up? I have never questioned my parenting more than that moment. I was like, is this my fault? <laughs> Your grades do not reflect this kind of behavior. What is happening? I was like, that's does that children, look like a tea to you? But that's children. And we. I think any parent falls short in that area. I fall short in that area. And sometimes we see them excel in one area. Oh, yeah, we yeah. can't understand how you remedial in this other area. I like, can't put the two I can't put the two together. Like I told you my daughter paints. Everyone, um my daughter paints and she loves painting and that is something that I am what's the word? Encouraging okay. and nurturing. Um because going back to childhood, creativity was not nurtured in my house. Okay. It was academics. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I give her free space to yeah. explore her hobbies. Um, I have her paintings hanging in my house um, currently, and I have commissioned her for more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ain't paying her because she gets to live here. Yeah, <laughs> we even. <laughs> she even has, um, she's gotten um, requests from her cousins for this Christmas That's to awesome. paint uh, their favorite anime characters. That's awesome. Like, I. I can't imagine. And she'll, she's like, well, I can't do it unless I have a picture to look at. I was like, bruh, do you, I would draw a stick figure yeah. with shoes on. <laughs> like, that's, that's about it. And it's just, I'm amazed. She also makes jewelry. I have several pieces of jewelry. She made me a charm bracelet, which is my favorite. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, if you can't tell, uh, she is my favorite person in the world. Yeah. Um, and also my least favorite, yeah. as all parents know. <laughs> Hell yeah. But you want to know something that I um, ended up having to learn mm-hmm. was how to manage my mental health 
mm-hmm. and being a parent because I struggled with that for a long time mm-hmm. because I realized that I was taking out my depressive episodes and my depression and my anxiety on her mm-hmm. because it I wasn't allowing myself a break yeah I would get off of work go straight to pick her up from latchkey and then we would go straight home and we're just there with each other <laughs> yeah and it was like if I had a bad day at work I didn't allow myself that time to decompress and get that out before I even interacted with her mm-hmm. and it's like you know over time I was like well Adrian you are an adult yeah. you pay the bills in this house yeah. you can take a break if you need to so it was like I would tell her you know mommy had a really bad day today give me 20 minutes and I'll be out and I'm all yours mm-hmm. and it made such a difference such a difference like I wasn't snapping at her anymore um most of the time I um was high so it made me a better mommy <laughs> I'm definitely better down when I'm high absolutely and I've not smoked and been a smoker while a parent I'm definitely better it's it gets me out of my own head. It gets yeah. me because my thing is. I feel like you can be patient. That's the thing because <laughs> that's, that's that's the word. Kids require <laughs> ding patience. ding ding. Um, because it was like growing up, I didn't have a great example mm-hmm. of a. Oh, I'm gonna make shit sound bad. I didn't have a good example of how parents interacted with their kids in a loving way. Yeah, I was. I'm the same. It was just like a. Um, it was yeah. like a. Um, Miss Trunchbull and Matilda's dad. Okay. It was like yeah. I'm big, you're small. I'm the adult, you're the kid. There's stay in your you place. And there's nothing you can do about it. And yeah. plus, I'm little. I've always been small. Yeah. Graduated high school at four eleven, guys. 4'11 and had a growth spurt in college of a whopping four inches. Ooh. Right? 5'3, woo woo. But no, it, that's how loop. it was. So it was like, I don't know how to interact with my daughter other than like, did you do your homework? Did you do your chores? Yeah. Like what are you doing? Right. And it's like, that stressed me out because I was like, I refuse to continue <sighs> that cycle. It doesn't even feel like you. What? authoritarian you feel like a nurturer because i had to work on that yeah because i I mean in a good way you know what i mean that's that's a good no yeah absolutely i had to realize that that's what it was instead of just feeling like i didn't belong and that i was just out of place i was like Mm. why does why does shit feel weird you know why do i feel like i don't want to be here with these people yeah and it was like I had to realize, like, oh, because you actually care about shit. You actually have yeah. feelings. You're not afraid to talk about those feelings. Yeah. And That intimidates people. Oh, it, it scares does. them, too. It does. People fear what they don't understand. <laughs> and it still does. Um, yeah. You know, there are people um, that once my mental health got to, uh, uh, I'll say it's peak. I Yeah, more stable. I'm definitely more stable now. Okay. Um, Which is really and all medicated. we can all maintain. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
We'll um, never be fully done healing. Oh, no, no, no. Always healing and Not getting better all. and growing. So, But, yeah, it's like balanced. there were people that I literally saw just drop out. Yeah. Whereas, like, oh, hey, where you been? Um, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Didn't hear from them. I was like, you know, I had to... It was a hard thing to come to terms with Mm -hmm. because it was like immediate, you know, your initial reaction is like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you making me feel worse about this? But then it was like I had to realize not everybody knows how to deal with that. Yeah. Not everybody understands what you're going through. Right. And it's like not everybody is strong enough to be able to even deal with talking about it. Absolutely. And... It was it was something I had to learn. It wasn't easy at first because I was just like, but why why don't you still want to be my friend? <laughs> but I think from my personal experience, why I would say it's not easy is because on their behalf, that's not a way we should move with each other. That's true. I don't get into any type of relationship, like romantic, fucking family, friends, business. <laughs> right. I don't get into any type of relationship without the understanding that one day potentially this can end. You know what I mean? But also, like, while we're in it, I appreciate it and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think what goes on with some people is they ha- they're they too certain about who you are. So they have this idea of the type of friendship you have. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't fit that quota, something's wrong and something's going on and you're changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you start to grow and you start to change and they can only see you as who you were, yep. that's going to cause a problem. <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to be okay with that. People I knew, what year is this? Six years ago. Yeah. Can't say they know me now. Like, people three years ago can't say they know me now. But that's how it should be. It's like, yeah, exactly. as you get older, I I think you should take accountability in your own life and, you know, start trying to learn from things and grow from things and, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and not just be okay with how things are. Yeah. But make things how you want them to be. And, and that's okay with having them how you want them to be, even okay. if with the people that you deemed closest to you don't see it. Even when they don't agree, it's okay to live your life. They don't have to agree. I I um I lost one of my best friends um due to that because yeah. something uh something one of my old managers um told me stayed with me. One, I mean it was completely um unprofessional. Um but he was talking about his marriage with his wife. And he was like, you know, it's it's not really working. And he's like, you know, we've been together for such and such amount of years. And we just didn't grow together. Right. And it's like, I never thought about it that way before. Where it's yeah. like, in a relationship, yeah, you're growing. But are you both growing together? And do you still like who they are in that growth? Yeah. And that, that... Yeah. That, like I said, I I lost a best friend of 13 years uh, because we didn't 
grow at the same pace. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, everyone can't handle that. They can't. Some can. And those are the really good friends, the people y'all motherfuckers show it on to. <laughs> but for the other Absolutely. side, sometimes, yeah. But I see, is I have I have that awareness, and I go into that with my friendships, and I tell them that once we get to that point, like, there's a, there's a potential chance I'm outgrowing this situation. It's mm-hmm. not personal. But again, too, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can choose to change some things in your life, and you'll start seeing things how I do. Exactly. But nonetheless, I'm here right now, and <laughs> I can't stop are. being here because you're not here. So right. if we do grow in opposite directions, I just want to say it ain't personal. Right. Hope the best. Yeah. Good luck out there. But I, this is the path that I'm headed on right now. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, a good friend wouldn't expect you not to head on that path if it led to your growth. So if they're expecting you not to go on that, that, my friend, is what I call mental manipulation. And they are not a good friend. And a lot of people do that. (laughs) And that's why I've been using that word for the past couple years because I want to get people familiar. Because a lot of of your loved ones, that's what they're doing to you. How they talk to you, how consistent they interact with you, like... It's mental manipulation, and they know what they're doing. A lot of times, family (laughs) doesn't realize that Mm -hmm. once we become adults, it becomes a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Um, At least for me. Oh, for Um, a lot of us. For me, too. uh, It wasn't like that always. Um, My mental health journey (laughs) opened my eyes to a lot. Mm -hmm. And also gave me you know going through those experiences gave me a certain level of strength where i was like you Mm. know what i don't have to deal with that exactly don't have to deal with your bullshit i wasn't wrong for how i felt exactly like i'm just i'm allowed to have the feelings that i have whether you agree with them or not like that's that's for everybody like she just summed up why you do the work you don't do the work for change. You do the work to sometimes realize you wasn't tripping for how you was feeling. Yep. They was trying to make you feel like you was tripping because they were in the wrong and they knew what they were doing was wrong. So they had to make you feel like you were wrong, which again, guys, that's called gaslighting. <laughs> um, yes. By the way, I have to, I do have to do a plug. Um, I love uh, old movies, yes, and I'm talking too. about Turner Classic movies. Um, the actual old movies but there is a movie called gaslight yeah. it is incredible but that is literally the whole thing about the movie is a man is basically gaslighting his wife and making her think that she is losing her mind so that he can get her money yeah and she's like i know i'm not crazy and at the end of the movie you know she it finally she figures everything out i'm sorry if i spoiled it um, damn. They, I'm sorry. If they ain't seen it yet, they, right? they not checking for Get it. Get it together. Uh, yeah. out. <laughs> but no, it, like, that's why I was saying, you know, my childhood taught me, yeah, your family can, yeah, can, can be toxic too. Um, they're the most toxic. And if well, you think they ain't toxic, you ain't healed enough yet. But keep working at it. Right. Because it's not even to shun them away. I have family I fuck with. I'm Mm -hmm. toxic. I'm like, we never say any of this to play bad guy, good guy. This is just the truth of the matter. But 
once I was able to look in the mirror and say, you know, mm-hmm. you're a toxic son of a bitch. I was able Maybe to heal and change. Have done that. I was able to get better. Right. <laughs> Sorry to I my exes. Grew. But I was able to get better. You know what I mean? And I'm not at the mercy of who I was. So I don't have to keep feeling sorry That's for mistakes it. I made when I didn't have the knowledge and insight I have now. Because I have it now and I live in a way that is not like that. So clearly I learned. But there are some people out there too who choose to not focus on your growth. And mm-hmm. choose to not focus on the fact that you're not that person because they are still that person. So to a person who is still 18 oh, year olds changed. in their own life, they have to see me and my 18 year old self. Right. Because we were eight, we got the same birthday. So me being thirty three and them being eighteen wouldn't make <laughs> sense. So they have to keep me who right. I was. That's the only thing that's comfortable for them. I live a completely uncomfortable life. I have to <laughs> discover. I want to know. Right. I'm that curious, not too curious. I've always asked, but I'm questions. curious enough in my research. Yeah, and I really be wanting to know. Like I'm not even nosy. Like I just want the knowledge because right. I didn't. I don't want to assume. I don't want to have to assume. So I'd rather just get the information and then process it. You know what I mean? I, I assumed a lot of things throughout my life. And I was dangerous. like, I don't like this feeling. It <laughs> so dangerous. it was like, after a point, I was like, um, if you don't say it, I don't know. It didn't, Yeah, it ain't real. <laughs> but that, again, that mindset is one we should already have. That's a it mindset is. of truth. If someone didn't say this out, if you didn't hear this, from their mouth, right. you can't even take this on as real. You can't even indulge in it. You can't give it no time. You can't create anxiety about it. Let it go. Nope. It's if not you, a real thing. If you didn't say it verbally to me or text it to me so I have it in my phone. Yeah, confirmation somehow. Right. <laughs> like It ain't happening, man. It's I don't know believe. anything about that. Mm-hmm. No. I, I, yeah, I don't. And that piece is where we should live in. I study so... My newest venture <laughs> is Buddhism. So that's something I'm really, really diving into. And okay. man, that makes so much sense. More than anything I've ever, ever studied and read. But a lot of it is just <clears throat> literally the notion of just not giving a fuck. And our problem is we care too much about, you know, things we can't control. And there's things like of our interests and things we love. And then on the other side, there's things like we can control and things we can't control. Mm-hmm. So if you had like two circles and they were overlapping, we have to find the middle, like the things we're super passionate about and that we can control. Those are the only things we can care about and worry about yep. and actually put energy towards. But everything else, shit we can't control, shit we don't even like, we shouldn't mm-hmm. have an opinion about. We shouldn't be wasting time trying to figure out how it works and what makes it tick and why is it not working for this person and that's those are distractions <laughs> i think you're allowed i think you're allowed to have an opinion about it but my thing is i don't think that it's necessary for you to express that so why have it then i mean you can't necessarily well my brain can't stop a thought it's like it, I mean, it'll I, come to my head and i'm it if that's a thought's different than an opinion of all right so a thought is like Oh, hey, there's a man wearing a dress. And an opinion is like how you feel about this. But see, sometimes we don't need that. the opinion is the initial. Because it's like sometimes so, <laughs> I'm out and <laughs> me and my mom used to go to Easton and we we would people watch. That's a sport. I people watch all the time. I do but it with my kids. It's like, you know, <laughs> sometimes my saucy side is like, oh, no, honey. And then I'm like, Adrian, shut the fuck up. 
yeah. you know, I'll correct myself. I can't, I can't, you know, that's just what immediately popped into my head. And then the council um, in my okay, brain. Okay, see, we, so we ain't talking about you. You a unicorn. We talking about well, regular folks. I'm not going to call myself that. <laughs> you I, I are. I Everybody. You're a unicorn with how you think, like, cause I think like that as well. So what, like, what you're describing is like self-checking. I do the same thing. Like, this is something also like I teach my mentees and my kids. I do, like, my practices and I do what I do, so I can keep from like not blowing up the world. Like that shit keeps me right? level. Sir, I don't. And some people think on fire yesterday. they think this shit is trendy and cute. No, I do this shit so I don't hurt people. With like, I mentally and physically don't hurt y'all i can't say certain things and do certain things that's why i do what i do so Mm. what you're saying is self-checking a lot of people are not (laughs) a lot of people aren't to that level of thinking in their own brain they stay away from those thoughts because they can't talk themselves off that ledge we be tiptoe. I marry Poppins on the ledge. I be on the ledge dancing, singing in the rain. I'm levitating. With a fucking umbrella. <laughs> I'm not worried about the ledge. <laughs> what ledge? I have all of these thoughts. All, the you, thoughts I that people are like, I don't want I these thoughts. Shit. I don't... That's what I be having to explain to motherfuckers. They're like, I don't want these thoughts. I'm like, I always have these kinds I, of thoughts. Like, what do you mean? I have to meditate so I don't have these kinds of thoughts. This is This is the epitome of like... See, that's what you're talking about, a different level of shit. You can self-check yourself. But that's what I do, too. Like, that's another part of this. Like, when you heal, it's not a process to where you stop having certain thoughts. You just know how to talk yourself off the ledge. That's it. But I still have these same, especially when, oh, man, when someone comes at me crazy, I'm like, oh, yes, like, burn, like, set them on fire. You know what I mean? And then all my people, I love that you say counsel. That's why we're so close. <laughs> but all my people are like, okay, that's probably not the best thing to do. And this voice is like, because you got kids. Right. And this other one's like, you don't want right. to go to prison. Right. All right, y'all. <laughs> just so y'all don't think, like, I'm, mm, I'm crazy. Oh, but I'm, I'm definitely not, crazy. But I'm not, ee, ee, I'm not snapped crazy unless you push me there. But moving on. No. Um, You're definitely crazy. What was I saying? That you weren't crazy, but you are crazy. Depression uh, comes with a terrible memory, also, is something that I found out. I got a bad memory, too. Um, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Something about, um, I don't know, but it was so fucking good. It was. <laughs> but anywho, moving I was along. Say, I was about to be so passionate, too. We were talking about how you were an anomaly, because you can self-check. We talk ourselves off the ledge. We were there. Oh, self-checking for me comes from overthinking. Like I'm, I overthink too. I'm a I'm serial the overthinker. Most self-aware, be shy. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Like you feel alien some days. Oh, some days. Some days. For you me. feel alien days. I feel I feel <laughs> human and alien. I'm at a mix right now in my life. I feel human some days, and some days I'm like, no, I'm not from here. A while ago, I had my Facebook picture was of an alien ironing her human um, skin uh, costume. Okay. So, yes. (laughs) Um, They call that a unicorn on this planet. It is. So be it. That's that's cool. I'll be sparkly and shit glitter. Um, I'm in the same boat. Join the club. It's a union. It's a union. Oh, that's what I was saying. Um, I'm so happy I remember that. We were talking about our council. Oh, yeah, council. Um, There you go. We're, like, for those who have seen the movie, oh, Inside Out. Um, Mm -hmm. yes. It's that type of visual council. Literally. It's not just 
darkness with voices coming out of no no yeah. it's the different aspects of my my brain and my personality and yeah you know different things and they're all they all have their functions and it's like like you were saying certain ledges i have the I have the, you know, sun's getting low. Yeah, you know what to do. <laughs> Other ledges, I go clear off that bitch. Yeah. Like, Tommen and Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I, it's yeah. just effortless. Like, I don't even... It's like an acme, comp, you know? Yeah. Where it's just like, they just keep running until they realize <laughs> that there's nothing under... Like, yeah. some ledges... Yesterday... Eventually you gotta turn back. Oh, yesterday, I... um. I was ready to set something on fire, ablaze, mm -hmm. because, you know, it was, it, it ended up turning out to be a bad mental morning. Um, you know, some situations happened at work. I ended up having a, a minor breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, and then directly after that, I got into a situation where A white man, um, a oh, buddy abused his authority, abused his authority as a security guard, yeah. and abused his authority, threatened things to get the real police, right? Um, <laughs> on a five four black woman, yeah. um, but you and know, and it was just the, that rage throughout the entire day, like, yeah. That happened in the morning. By the time I made it home last night, I was still ready to, like, all right, so let's pull up. Yeah. Like, because I know where you work. Yeah. And it, never mind, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I've had people ask me, where where does he work? Nope, not saying it. Yeah, but I know what you mean, and I know the thoughts. And, that, and that's, I, I really think that's what sums it up, is we have to get to a place where, we're okay and we're not upset with ourselves for having these thoughts mm -hmm. because we're human and people will try to push you into a corner and like oh why are you acting you know like you got nothing to lose like you're in right. back in a corner because you're backing me in a corner right, right now and it was like i had to ask <laughs> myself, i was like did i overreact nah, and you know no, i had to ask the people you know that i was talking to i was like did i really re overreact and they were like no <laughs> yeah um no you but didn't. he was out of line extremely Point blank period. and it's just like you know i knew i didn't want to come home and put all of that on my daughter yeah so it was like when i came home you know she i'm sure you ain't want to keep holding on to the shit either oh no not yeah. at all because I, I was heavy man it's heavy i was ready to click clack yeah it's, <laughs> it's heavy shit <laughs> but it, you know and so she always asked me you know how was your day how was work and i had to tell her i was like um I just shook my head. She was like, not good. I was like, that would have been an upgrade. Yeah. And I was it's like, um, <clears throat> give me like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, I was like, just, yep. I was like, let me come down. And I was like, and then I'll be good. I took some Tito's in the bath <laughs> and I was fantastic by the time I got out. Yeah. So it, it's knowing how to talk yourself <coughs> off of those ledges because there Absolutely. are days where you're like, um, so you said you wanted me to break your bones. Right. That's, that's what <laughs> I'm hearing. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Like, 
Just to, so I'm correct. So right. I'm cool. Just so everyone <laughs> You want me to rip your spine out. Yeah. Cool. Okay. There are there are a whole lot of days like that. Yeah. And and you hit both sides of the spectrum because in retrospect too, every even though you have all your practices, even though you have all your remedies, some days only a bath and Tito's is what's gonna <laughs> make this feel better. And we gotta Honestly. be okay with that too. You know what I mean? This is the whole process. We have to be okay with things we can't control. We can't control how other people make us feel, but we can control, control what we do with that energy. Yes. We can control if we choose to put that back into the world or we choose, like, you know what? Because you're so fucking shitty, I'm going to choose to be a better person. Right. We can choose that. <clears throat> and it's the hard choice. <laughs> it's oh, the high road. Oh, it's oh, so high. Oh, man. I was like... But I like being high. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I'm going to take the high road. I've been, I've been judged. <laughs> I've been called a pothead before. But yeah. honestly, it helps my mental health so so much because it calms me down yeah i don't have anxiety usually i don't give a fuck so i'm not depressed about anything yeah and you know like we said earlier i'm i know i'm able to be a better mom and i'm Mm. like i'm not seeing a bad aspect here and it it helps with my appetite (laughs) because my meds like to mess with my body sometimes and it's like there will be days where i'm like i'm just not hungry but it's like i know i need to eat because i haven't eaten since yesterday morning you know and it's like i'll smoke a little bit get some munchies i'm hungry now yeah and without that i mean that's where anxiety comes from we're creating new anxieties about (laughs) fixing anxiety See how that can be a dog tasting his tail. I mean, it also allows me to be, you know, social. Um, mm-hmm. I do get... Um, I mean, you are doing a podcast right so, now. <laughs> and I'm high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you've done so great. We're like 47 minutes <gasps> in. Does it feel like that? No. Yeah. This is my first podcast, guys. Don't judge me. And she's done so me. great. It's always love, but you did great. Oh. They wouldn't, I, people wouldn't be able to tell. It hey. doesn't feel like it. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Champ. <laughs> this is her oh, goofy ass. It is. Gentlemen. I can't. I don't know how to be anything else. It's, yeah. That's the best thing we can be to is ourselves. You know, when you, when you go through a lot of dark shit, you get a dark sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best ones, though. Those are my favorite comedians, are the dark ones. If your jokes are too sensitive, I'm like, maybe comedy, maybe this ain't for you. It's not for you. I like Chad Daniels. Mm -hmm. He's hilarious because he has a dark sense of humor, and he has a lot of bits about his kids that make me cry (laughs) in laughter. Oh, God. (laughs) But, yeah, I... Yeah, one of the ones I started on was Dane Cook. I did too. He was like, I realized I I didn't want to do a B and E. He was like, I just wanted to kick a door down. (laughs) I was like, I get that. He's funny as fuck. He is. 
<laughs> but he was that one because this was back in the day when being like being like how being a nerd right now is trendy let's call it what it, it is. is it but is. when we were nerds back then it was not so trendy I, I got used to people used to talk shit to me like you like dank you like white comedians I'm like I, I watch white movies you watch talk. white movies I'm like uh, I watch all yes. I just watch movies right, <laughs> like, like I, do, I just like different things <laughs> You don't like just black things? No, I like, I, I like all um, things. I am no longer ashamed to say I'm working with it, though. I was told that my black car got snatched a oh, while Lord. ago. Um, but honestly, right now, I don't give a fuck. Um, Look at your hair. I like this shit. Right. You're you can't tell shit. me shit. I got special naps on my head. Yeah. <laughs> I got You're black as fuck. earthly naps on my head. <laughs> But, but um, those would be people questioning their own, you know, melanin, questioning their own complexion. Crazy. One of my jobs, <laughs> I had this, um, I had this girl. Um, mm-hmm. She was an African girl, and she was. I wore my hair straight one day, Where's and so one. I, I mean, you can tell I mean, story. No, I'm. A, <laughs> um. I was at work, and I wore my hair straight, and. She was like, oh, you you look so much better with your hair straight. You should wear it like that more often. And then another person was like, oh, yeah, you look more sophisticated with your hair straight. And I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me? Like, I don't know if you know how that's coming off, but that's, that's rude as fuck. <clears throat> because, like, you're telling me that the way that my hair naturally grows out of my body is unsophisticated and you're telling me this at work and these were both black people like i said one of the girls was an african girl and it's just like she always wore weaves like just straight weaves and i'm like she had a cute fro like i saw pictures of her natural hair and i loved it it was beautiful but it was like to her she she had to have the straight hair and i i i had perms for a while i have a very simple way and reason that i went natural i was out of a job at the time and i could not afford a relaxer i could not afford a relaxer so i was like yeah we'll we'll see how this shit goes but I don't, it, it made me so mad. I was like, how do you tell me that my natural hair is unsophisticated? So the next day I washed it and I came in to work with a fro. I was like, oh, what's up? Morning. They're like, what happened to the hair? Oh, it's back to how it should be. Yeah. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't try to intimidate me. Yeah. Now I, I straighten it only when I need to wear a hat because it's cold in Ohio. And my ears get coat and I can't fit a hat over this thing. I love your fro. I do too. You know, we have our good days. She um sometimes does what I ask. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes she is her own shot. personality. Yeah. Ugh. I, I mean, do have but... a really strong arm from combing. <laughs> <laughs> Just one arm. There's benefits. <laughs> to this life <laughs> I mean I feel the same way like with my locks like it genuinely was a journey and 
I mean, they're super long. Even when I caught them dreads, I get, like, at that time, I didn't appreciate them. You know what I mean? When I started to, oh, yeah, I'm 14 years in, going to year 15. They older than my kids. That shit is crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. And That's I think insane. about all the situations I've been in and everywhere I went, they was there. And they, <laughs> the dumb shit people said to me, the great shit people said to me, they were there. So I do have a question. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I have heard that calling them dreads is rude and disrespectful. <laughs> so is, because you know in, in, in college it was all about dreadheads. Right. Is that a bad word? Um, no. So I think it's more so for how I'm understanding it in modern times. Like the dreads is like the beginning and people who are just wearing this as a style. And then they become locks when you're, like, on a journey. When you decide, like, this is okay. how my hair is about to be. And I'm not going to change it. But I've met people who got dreads, had them for a few years, cut their hair, or took them out. Or, I actually knew Or get couple. the faux locks. And I, those are dreads to me. Or people okay. who get extensions, those are dreads to me. Okay. The lock is the journey. It's like you and your hair become connected. Like I do detox. I do special shit to my hair. Like I don't okay. even, yeah, use like shampoo and like certain shit. So it's it's like how you said, <laughs> like your hair is its own person. It's like that. Yeah. And when it's just a hairstyle to you, most people don't look at their hair like that. It's just a hairstyle. Right. So that's the dreads. That's. And when white people get them, they're dreads. <laughs> I saw. A I hate white people dreads. Oh, I seen all that too, and that's um, just me personally. I don't care how people feel about my opinions, as y'all know. Oh no! But I, I, I hate. I white was immediately dreads. upset. I wanted to rip every yeah. last one I hate out of her head. I and then it. you know the council, you know they put their newspapers down. They're like, but Adrian, there's the argument, not yours, but there's the argument that it's just the hairstyle. Why can't we do the hairstyles too? You. It's not fuck that shit. Yeah. And let's too just call it what it is overall. White people, it's too late for y'all to be trying to reason. We've been trying to reason oh, with y'all for years. Hundreds and thousands of years. There is no reason. Mm-mm. We know how to move. We know how to conduct ourselves. Let's just move like proper <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Why can't we just do that? Grow up. Yeah, we don't got to pretend. Grow up, Jim. We don't got to act like things are what they aren't. If y'all haven't seen The Harder <laughs> They Fall, you need to. The Harder They Fall was so good. I've watched it probs by this time about 25, maybe to yeah. 30 times. Yeah, I as plan you on should. watching it again tonight. As you should. Somebody said something on Facebook. I definitely want to see it. Somebody said something on Facebook about, um, I felt it so deeply. But they were just saying, like, yeah, we're here with the Westerns. Like, more Westerns, less mm-hmm. slave movies. And I was right? I was so on board with that idea. I said, hell yeah, this sounds like mm-hmm. a, And I love Westerns. You know My what I mean? Uncle. But I'm a Renaissance man. I love those time periods. Without technology, I would have been, oh, yeah. st- been litter. <laughs> I'd have been more litty without, litter. <laughs> without <Aww>. technology. <laughs> I'm ashamed at how long it took me to understand what you meant. I was like... <laughs> Like, there's so many types of litter. <laughs> I was like, trash litter, kitty litter, litter. Um, no, litter. I was like, oh, litter. Litter. 
Have you seen that video More lit. of the girl and it's like a conversation between God and an angel about dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> Meteor. Meteor. That's how it was. And I was like, litter. Lit. Like, I already started off lit, <laughs> and now this is happening, like and I'm more never, lit. Never. Another ooh, more coals on the fire. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like you're, you're yelling down, too. This is the point where you're like, mush, mush. You want more. You're yelling down to the mush, boiler room. More, more coals, Jim. <laughs> Get me more coals. And they're just like, huh? Huh? Captain, we're at full capacity. I said more. I don't pay you to think. I don't. You don't pay me at all. Uh, that's true. But more. <laughs> we're gaining order. Good old Moby Dick. Oh, no. <laughs> and no. you going after Moby Dick? I need more coals on the fire. Like, what are we going? We going half speed? I'm not gonna lie to you. This is a legendary whale. I never read it. Moby Dick was lit. Really? But it was not better for our generation because we're so picky and we just like what the fuck we're, we like. Like, the things we're nostalgic about, we, God, we held sacred. <laughs> we will protect those things to to the death. But I love Moby Dick, but it's not better than Free Willy. And Free Willy was amazing. Free Willy broke my heart when they made those remakes. I think there was a Free Willy 3. I'm like, what? at this point, I'm like, what the fuck is going on the with this? The first movie that made me cry was Fox and the Hound. Everyone oh, who is a fan so knows what I'm talking about. That was so good. He drove away. But why don't we give Bambi's mom enough attention? Sis died like Chris Brown, like right at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will Chris never Brown. let them live that down. Yeah, the I'm, best I'm, dancer in the uh, movie, y'all kill in the uh, first 10 minutes. Set. As a dancer, as a previous dancer, I still watched it, but yes, I and was. I upset. can't even remember dude's name Orlando Jenkins, Columbus Jones. Columbus what is his name? Short. Columbus Short. He said Columbus Jones. <laughs> Are you thinking of Orlando Jones? <laughs> Possibly. He's so forgettable. Dang. And y'all had him Which dancing one? at the end? Columbus. Wait, who? Oh, he's not Didn't he good. get in the shit? He was, um... Oh, he's yeah, he did. He slid on, on his head. No, he, no, no, that was... No, no that, that was, was him. No, that was Columbus. At the end, I'm where sorry, he did the Tennessee boom. I, I mean, can't. in real life, he got into some shit. He was on oh, some Oh, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. He kind of lost his mind for a little bit. But, yeah. you know, he does it. Hopefully, he's gotten it back. No. Oh. He's, he's now doing straight-to-DVD films. Oh, That no. should let you know. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, Not you remember that. me? Stop the yard. They're like, no, never he heard of you. He was also in this Christmas. Never heard of you. Chris Brown was in that too. He was. But and he, he had a bigger role in that one. He this was allowed to Christmas. sing. That's my fucking <laughs> song too. And then they had that mom who always the damn mom. Stop it. Um, Madeer was that her name? No, was that her name no, or was that her not, nickname? Oh, sh- sh- I'm gonna remember it. I'm gonna remember it. I don't it even is... know her name to begin with. So. Loretta Devine. There hey. You go. Yeah. You can never guess her age. You can't Ever. guess any of our ages. No, hers is a little different though. Because she looks older than what I would guess she is. But then she would be like, oh, you think I'm only 54? But I guarantee she's older than 54. She's obviously older than 54. But she, I would say 54 because I but feel like 61 is... is Blackest may crackest. 
I know, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, I'm not going to meet a woman like, oh, you look 61. I feel like that's an insult in itself. 54 sounds just young enough is safe. But I know she ain't 54, that's what I'm saying. she's at least in her 60s. She about to make a liar out of me? You know Wasn't what? that sis from the PJs? Speaking of... <laughs> Wasn't that her? Um, I was not allowed to watch. That is super. I All was not PJs allowed to watch that. Like up. this alien show, this is like the PJs. <laughs> this was what it was for us when we was kids. The PJs was fucking crazy. I was only allowed to play um educational video games. I was um, playing my Ouija 